Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock Hello, my name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is right over there. Talking a lot about crime numbers in Indy. Homicides were down uh, last year from the year before, but it's not like they dropped in half. But still a top three of all time. And the perception that Indianapolis is just not a safe place to be. We've talked about this with uh, Reverend Charles Harrison of the Indy 10-point coalition even though numbers are down slightly in terms of homicides do the uh, hot spots that you patrol do people feel safe and the answer was absolutely not now anybody can just take a picture on mass ave uh, of them drinking a beer on a saturday afternoon during the day and say these people are just fear-mongering there's nothing wrong with indy it's a safe place and i get that but the overall feeling, the overall sentiment, especially some of these hot spots where career violent criminals keep getting let out of jail, nobody feels safe. And I think it speaks volumes that here on Monument Circle, where our station is at, a lot of the businesses that historically back Democrat candidates and donate to Democratic candidates didn't necessarily do that this past election cycle. Some of the folks that are always blue said, we can't back Ryan Mears. Now, Ryan Mears won big anyway. 60% of the vote to become the prosecutor again, because Marion County is just so blue. But there's a lot of people, even Democrats, who feel this is a different Indianapolis than what it was 10 years ago, and it's not a good thing. Starbucks felt that way, decided to close up shop. Remember that a few weeks ago? But but woke writers and people like that are telling me that they left for other reasons, Nige. No, they said it. They They were worried and concerned for the safety of their staff. What does that tell you? Same thing, by the way, happening in Seattle in some staples like uh, like Nike is uh, shutting down in in Seattle and some of the other Democrat run uh, cities. So, uh, indie violence this month, jeez, <laughs> makes the second deadliest start to a year in this city's history for the month of January. Let me repeat that: the second deadliest start to a year in the city's history. It doesn't seem to me like it's getting better, even though Joe Hogsett would have you believe believe differently. So we woke up today to two more homicides overnight. And as of right now, the ones that we know of, we have 18 homicides in 26 days. Indianapolis is already outpacing the start of two of the three highest years on record. Now, keep in mind, the year that had the most homicides two years ago. There was a mass shooting event in that year, and it kind of skewed the numbers. So you take out the FedEx massacre of that year, that unfortunate incident there. Uh, This is who we are. I mean, the numbers are pretty consistent over the last three to five years. This is who we are now. And we mentioned this yesterday. Instead of trying to find ways to 
get with the police and retain the police, things are going the other direction with the IMPD. They're losing officers left and right because the city leaders in the city, they're looking for ways to make the criminals' lives better and the officers' lives more difficult. What wasn't? What did Rick Snyder, the FOP, tell us that it's like the IMPD staffing has fallen below? He said the word "critical level" of sixteen hundred officers. Less than sixteen hundred. Wow. So, so we're off about two hundred and seventy-five officers. Officers are either taking early retirement, maybe being lured away to some of the donut counties. Right. Carmel just posted on Facebook, I think it was two days ago, they were proud to announce three new signings to the Carmel Police Department, and they had a bio of all the officers. They were all former IMPD officers. And I'm telling you, this isn't going to be the last time you see that. The surrounding donut counties that can give better support to these officers, maybe better pay, but certainly better community support, they're going to be stealing a lot more officers from Indy. Well, and it's not like the city isn't at least trying. I mean, they've got a recruiting campaign going on right now. They've got, they do have, they are funding the police. Um, but the more, just throwing money at it, what we said time and time again, throwing money at, at violent crime and this problem in the city is not going to work. And if you're an IMPD officer, you have to be so sick and tired of arresting the same people over and over again because they keep getting back out on the streets. And then you look to your city for support. You look to your prosecutor. You look to the mayor. And from what we're hearing now, their solution is, well, maybe you shouldn't be in police chases with those people. Yeah, isn't that what you were saying yesterday? There were rumors of more restrictions for police officers. Right. Right? That's something you talked about yesterday. Had multiple people reach out to me that that civilian merit board that basically is in charge of policy for IMPD, um, they're going to have it in front of them. Somebody, and we don't know who, put forth a plan to eliminate police chases involving stolen cars. So if you're at a gas station and somebody carjacks you, throws you out, takes your car, and there's an officer nearby, sorry, we can't chase him. That's the policy in several cities across the country, and one that's rumored to be uh, going to be implemented here, although we don't have... That's the push, anyway. There's going to be a motion for that, is what you're hearing. Is that what you're saying? It was brought forth. Uh, We don't know all the ins and outs of the plan, what the exceptions are, uh, but I do believe that Civilian Merit Board is going to be taking a look at that and voting on that sometime in the near future. Uh, Big Nige, let's shift gears just a little bit and get into some vaccine stuff. Pharmacies. Antibodies. Side effects. Secret camera. Vaccine stuff. Myocarditis. So for those who don't know who Project Veritas is, real quick, Nige, who are they? Well, Project Veritas is, they basically go undercover and expose liberal media bias. Right. They have basically an employee that's wearing a wire, hidden camera and a wire. Several employees. That's embedded with these liberal outlets. We've seen videos from a number of them. The latest one, the employee that was embedded at Pfizer speaking to the Pfizer executive (laughs) 
This is crazy. So Jordan Tristan Walker, he's the Pfizer Director of Research and Development of Strategic Operations, MRNA Scientific Planner. Somebody was having like a casual dinner, drinks, you know, cocktails hour with this guy. And they started talking about Pfizer's plan moving forward. Ultimately, is thinking about mutating COVID. Well, that is not what we say to the public. No, don't tell anyone this. You got to publish your own You got to publish your own We're exploring, like, now, you know how the virus keeps mutating? Yeah. Well, one of the things we're exploring is, like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so we can probably develop new vaccines, right? So we have to do that. If we're going to do that, though, that's a risk of, like, as you could imagine, no one wants to be having a pharma company mutating viruses. We to be, like, very controlled to make sure that. This virus that you mutate doesn't create something like you know goes everywhere. Something crazy. But it's the way that the virus started and moving on. To be honest, like it's, it makes no sense if this virus popped out of nowhere. And like, yeah, I know. So I, I know it was kind of hard to understand what he was saying there, but the gist was one of the things we're exploring is like, why don't we just mutate it ourselves so that we cre- could create preemptively and develop new vaccines. So, which is which is gain of function research, right. which is what happened in Wuhan and how this thing got started in, in the first place. And I retweeted that a little bit earlier. You can find it at Hammer and Nigel. That's some scary stuff right there, that they're wanting to mutate this just so they can develop a vaccine for it and continue to make money. That's gross. That's dangerous. Let's take a look at the roads with Matt Baer.